everyone, it's Melissa, and I just wanted to talk a little bit about pets and healing from loss when we've lost a pet. So some of the things that many of you can relate to is the um, challenge sometimes of letting go of a pet, and that can come up um, through many different stages of owning a pet, even when going to get a new pet. I, I have experienced that myself, and I've met a lot of people who are hesitant to get a new pet because of the sadness they experience with the grief and loss of their um, past pets. So one of the things that um, I like to bring up with this is uh, we I talk about astrology, I talk about acupressure and other healing modalities to help with the um, transformation and movement of chi because sometimes if we struggle with something called chi stagnation it can um, impede our ability to let go when all signs are saying that maybe we need to let go and move and move through something that's difficult and um, sometimes that stagnation can prolong that experience, okay? And this can do that with any emotion, with anger, frustration, but it can also do that with grief, okay? And sometimes this can make it difficult and prolong the grief we experience after we've lost a pet. It can also prolong grief when, we've ha when we have a pet and the pet is maybe struggling and showing signs that it's time to... Um, let it go and uh, make the choice about getting veterinarian intervention to help the pet pass on. It's a very challenging time for all pet owners, but sometimes when we um, can help ourselves move through grief, allow it, accept it, and then also allow it to move, allow ourselves to move through it and help ourselves to move through it or seek help to move through it. It can um, assist our pets as well in not going through prolonged illness or um, taking a longer time to help them pass. So this can help our pets as well. It can also help us to become open sometimes sooner when maybe we could allow a new pet in or we can go do other things involving pets and animals that don't always necessarily um, involve um, fully uh, adopting or getting a new animal. So one of the things that I like to bring up is the acupressure point called lung five. Okay, so lung five is just on the upper arm. And lung five is a point that you can just massage gently with your hand. It's a point that I like to use my thumb to just sort of press. And you can just massage that area very gently, press it gently. Sometimes you don't need heavy pressure. You just need intention and focus on that point, okay? And um, I use acupressure primarily in what I do. But um, I, when I was training in acupuncture, I also trained in uh, different styles of, of Japanese acupuncture. And Japanese acupuncture is a little bit different than traditional Chinese. There's all different styles, but they use very light pressure. It's very effective, and it also shows that you do not always need heavy pressure or anything to go into that point, okay? So just intention and light touch on that area can activate chi flow. Okay, another thing I like is aromatherapy. If you like aromatherapy, it's something that you can apply to the acupressure point and you can massage it or you can just apply the oil 
whatever oil that you like to use, and you can just leave it there, and that will help to activate the chi at that point, okay? Another thing that's nice is um, flower essences. Flower essences really help for emotional transformation, okay? Especially with letting go, there's different flower essences that are especially helpful for that. You can get those online. You can get them at a lot of health food stores. In the homeopathic se section, there's usually you can go to the homeopathic medicine section of your health food store or an online store, and they'll usually have the symptoms you can look up, and the flower essences usually have emotional symptoms that you can look up, and you can choose one, or you can go to a practitioner that specializes in that and choose one specifically for what you're going through. You can apply that to lung five and other areas of the body that help um, with this type of thing or whatever you're dealing with and that will help to activate the chi at that point. So lung five is really nice for letting go of grief, okay? So if any of you have had a lot of sadness or grief and um, depression, loss in your past, often that can come in when we experience pet loss. A lot of times our past traumas and issues can come out and um, feel like they're relived through losing a pet. That's why some of us are so attached and struggle so much to let them go, okay? So yes, of course, it's about loving that pet. It is about that individual pet, but um, it is also often um, a challenge that many of us have individually related to our past that we are sometimes tying to our relationship with that pet that can sometimes prolong this um, journey of grief and transition and it can sometimes make it very painful. So of course, I also always recommend that if you are going through pet loss or you're challenged by allowing a pet to pass or helping it to pass when it needs to through a veterinarian help, um, that you seek counseling or a therapist or any practitioners that support you emotionally through that transition so that you can also um, give relief to your pet because they need to be able to go when it's their time and they need to have as little suffering as possible and that's the best we can do for them for all that they give to us. And so it's great if you can reach out to other practitioners, therapists, and get that support for yourself while you're trying to cope with the loss of your pet. And I have done this even in acupuncture. I have had clients where we have done a lot more for them during the time when they're trying to let go of their pet because they need that extra support and it's very normal and natural to need that and to seek that out and I have done that for myself I have gotten all kinds of help from many different practitioners therapists um, to help myself through similar experiences okay so back to the acupressure we have lung five we also have I really like the point Ren 17 in the middle of the chest these are again all really good for breathing and breathing is something that um, the lungs can sometimes hold on to sadness in traditional Chinese medicine. And sometimes um, issues with the lungs can come up with the, the emotion of sadness in that energetic realm. And so Ren 17 is really good to help with opening up the chest, energizing the body, breathing in new life, new energy, and what is called, like, if you have depleted chi, which we can get from grief, trauma, and loss, and even if you think of the energy of crying, it's really depleting, and it's something that we need to do, 
and it's normal to experience, but it is depleting. And that Ren 17 is really nice to open up the chest, get yourself to breathe and get that chi flow coming in. It's also uplifting for sadness and emotional feelings of depression related to depression. Okay, so I really like Ren 17 for that as well. I also like the point Shen Men on the ear. And that is a really nice acupressure point to help calm the emotions and calm anxiety, okay? Which is something that can come up with pet loss, okay? Because many of us, our pets create that they are unconditional love, safety, and support for many of us. And when we go through that loss, sometimes there's, you know, that lack of that feeling that we can sometimes have anxiety when we lose them and after they're gone, okay? So Shen Men... It's a really nice point that you can do on yourself, even if you're out in public or anywhere, no one knows what you're doing, you can just press that point gently and it activates the chi. You don't even have to do circles or anything, you can just activate the chi by pressing it. And you can again put aromatherapy on that point. I really like aromatherapy for um, all of these acupressure points. And you can customize that to whatever aromatherapy you like. Okay, so those are just a few little points that I like specifically for pet loss and grief, okay? And the other thing that I like to bring up is um, if some of you, any of you have experiences where you maybe aren't ready to bring in a new pet to your home, you can look to help other animals and work with local rescue organizations and you can, if you are very physical and you like to be really active, you can get in there and there's a lot of different jobs that you can do to help support your local animal shelters and also there's small rescues that will usually need some kind of help like at adoption events. Sometimes they need people just to help drive the dogs to the event. Sometimes they need people just to help socialize them and show them and introduce them to people. And sometimes they need other types of help like um, photographers or people who are good at administrative work. These are all things you can do to still keep that energy in your life if you're not ready to bring in a new pet to your household. The other thing is if finances are an issue for you, if you've struggled to take care of your pets, you're not able to afford veterinarian care, or you have physical limitations, there are um, fosters that you can do. You can foster for some local animal shelters. There's a lot of larger animal shelters that will um, pay for a lot of the medical costs or all of the costs. Some of them pay for food and everything if you were just willing to house the animal and care for them. Okay, and I've met people who have, you know, um, dogs and cats where they had um, they needed surgeries that cost thousands of dollars and the animal shelter covered all of that and the people were allowed to have these pets and take care of them and um, they could also eventually adopt them if they wanted. So if medical costs are an issue, you can look into being a foster and that is a way that you can have them in your life as well. But looking to serve and help animals is something that can keep that energy in your life. It also can It can also help you to let go and I myself have struggled with this and one of the things I have learned is working with animal rescues and animal shelters it's something that helped me to sort of accept the process of life with animals and also um, looking at all the things that we can't, we can't do and and just doing what we can 
to um, involve ourselves with these issues. But it also helped me to let go and allow some things that, um, that I can't control, okay, about in life with animals. And it also helped me with my grief for lo from losing pets that I was very attached to, okay? And there are many happy stories that you see. There's sometimes animals that have been there for a long time, they get a wonderful home. And some of the animals, when you're in there, you realize it's not always sad. Sometimes they were brought there from a bad situation and then they end up finding amazing homes and wonderful pet owners and it can be really happy stories and um, lives that you can get involved in. It's also a really nice social experience. If any of you have this experience with pets, you can find other people and connect to other pe people there who really relate to this, okay? So I definitely recommend that. If you're interested in working with animals and not necessarily owning them, that's something you can do. Or if you already have enough and you don't want to take on more, you can also find ways to do that with your local rescue organizations. And sometimes they just have events that you can go to support as well and you can go enjoy the parties or the um, different entertainment events that a lot of organizations will hold to raise money and support the pets there. Okay, so another thing that I like to bring up also is to look into um, alternatives and different types of pets. If something isn't working for you, like maybe you um, have some mobility issues that you've developed and maybe you used to have a lot of large dogs that you needed to um, go out with and go jog or something like that. So something that you can look into is a different type of pet. There's also pets with special needs that can't walk very much or take less maintenance. Another thing that I've looked into too is I have done some work with rabbits. Rabbits were something that were new to me. I didn't grow up with rabbits or even know much about them. And I have spent some time at an organization that's a sanctuary just for rabbits. And I didn't even have any intention of owning rabbits for myself. I just went to learn about them and to support them. And it's a new type of pet, something that could be different for you if you felt like maybe you have limited options for the past type of pets that you've had, okay? So I definitely recommend you look into that houserabbit.org is a really great organization if you're interested in rabbits and there's a lot of different um, things about um, living with rabbits and that's indoor. So it's something that's different for a lot of people from cats, dogs, horses, things like that. So that's something I suggest too that you could look into as like a new different type of pet for some of you if you're seeking a different type of care. Okay, so those are just a few little points 